Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on, looking like a trap dog, giving them more, like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh Oh, <laughs> 
got to turn them out. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, you are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay, I got something for you today. Um, I, I'm gonna have a conversation this morning about my understanding of grace. Now that I've gotten older and I've come into a better understanding of a lot of things I didn't know about when I was younger. This is just my interpretation of grace. Now, once again, y'all, listen to me. I I ain't nobody's pastor. I ain't nobody's minister. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you can go to church and get a far more extensive definition of one I'm giving you. I'm just talking to people. You know, grace is this thing that, that God provides for us. And grace is just things that you get that's really undeserving. You know, I mean, I I look at my life as it is today. You know, look, I work hard and I have faith in God that I do. So things are going to happen in my life, but the way my life is now, I don't I don't I don't deserve all of this. I don't I don't I don't look at it that way. I have been the beneficiary of God's grace. I have aligned myself in a position to accept whatever grace God has for me. And it will be far abundant and exceedingly in anything you could think of. His grace supersedes anything you could possibly imagine. You know, the goals that I set and the aspirations that I shoot for and the things that I have on my dream board, I have the faith that God will give it to me. But what he does with grace, he gives you far more than that. He gives you what he he has for you, not what you can see. You can't see all he has for you. It's impossible. Who are you? How can you possibly imagine what he can imagine? How can you possibly think how he can think? How, how can you possibly do what he can do? How can it be? There isn't a single mind living or a collection of minds that could have thought of earth. What in your wildest imagination could have made you think of earth, the stars, the heavens, the oceans, the, the, the galaxy, the, the constellations. What in your mind? What in any man's mind? We can point at it and analyze it, but we sure couldn't have thought of it. So come on now. I'm talking about lining yourself up with God's grace, which he will give to you if, if, you, if you want some of it now. But now here's the thing about grace. It can't be bought. If it could, if it could be bought, I'm telling you. I would pour all the money I have and dump it into grace. Because after discovering what it is, it's this goodness that God shines on you simply as a reward of some type for his love for you and for you attempting, for you attempting to do right. Not because you get it right, because if he judged us purely on how we are, the right and wrong of it, we would all be doomed. All of us. Every last one of us would be doomed. 
because we all fall short. We all make mistakes. We all sin. We all get it wrong from time to time. Nobody's perfect, man. Now I understand what my mother was singing about cleaning the house. All I want is a little more grace. All I need is a little more grace. When the last time you asked God for some grace? Now, I'm not talking to you like I know everything. If you just benefit from his grace, which you already have, but if you're not aware of it, you don't know what's going on. Become aware of grace. Get aware of the fact that God does things for you simply because he loves you. He does things for you that you don't even deserve. Somehow you just wonder how you just got over. When you didn't even do the things to get over. You Sometimes you don't even know how you got that job you got. When you ain't even really do the things to get your job. How you end up where you are? All the education you thought you went and got and had. How you end up where you are today? In a much better position than your education could have ever gotten you. That's, that's grace. How I get every place I am today. I didn't plan this, man. If I could have planned my life the way it is, don't you know I'd have done it when I was living in that car? If I knew how to do it, no, I benefited from his grace. I'm just a beneficiary of his grace, of his goodness and his mercy. God's goodness is better than your goodness. God's goodness is better than your mother's goodness. It's better than your wife's or your husband or your boo's goodness. God's goodness is different. His goodness, man, covers some stuff you can't even imagine. So why are you trying to put your life together when the last time you asked him for just a little bit of grace? When have you thought of your life in terms of the grace that it has already benefited from? Have you ever done that? Man, just thought about, you know, you hear songs like my soul look back and wonder how I got over. That was grace. That's all I can call it. Now, like I said, you can go to church or somewhere if you want to. And ministers that went to school to, to teach this thing way better than me. I'm just giving you from a layman's standpoint, man. Have you thought about his grace? Would you not be well to be a beneficiary of his grace? Would it not? So, now, check this out. The better you try to do, the more grace he'll give to you. And that grace can't be bought. Like I said, it's free. You can't purchase grace. But the better you try to become, the more the more grace he gets to put your way. So, man, just try. Why don't you just try to do better? Look, man, quit talking about it. I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start at the new year. No, you're not. You do that every year. You know, At the new year, I'm going to eat better. At the new year, I'm going to go on and get in here. In the new year, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it now, man. You're going to do it now. Stop trying. Do something. Do it. Stop talking about it. Do it now. The best way to benefit from his grace is start in action now. N-O-W. Now. Right now. Today. What you waiting on? All you doing is delaying his opportunity to bless you. You know, man, you know, do you know how many times we do that? We delay his opportunity to bless us by not starting now. If you're going to get healthy... Why don't you start now? Now, you're going to trip a little bit because the holiday's coming. But you ain't got to eat bad all the time. You could start eating correct today. You could. You could. And then guess what? That could be some grace on the end of that. I'm just giving you a little cheap analogy. But do you feel what I'm saying to you? Start thinking in terms of grace. 
what he has done for you and provided for you that you ain't even see coming. That, you know, you keep calling them blessings, and I got that. A lot of it now is all it is. But, man, have you thought about the stuff that didn't happen to you you can't account for? You, I, I, For me, that's been grace, and I'm a beneficiary of it, and that's available to everybody that wants some. So next time you're talking to him, just check in with grace. See what that is. That's, that's better than money. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's here. Another great day. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I sure appreciate it, man. Starting my day off with gratitude. I'm spreading it. If you get your gratitude together, it affects your attitude. If your attitude gets affected, it's direct correlation to your altitude. It's about them toods, man. Get them up. Get them started. It's going to be a great day today. I live my life with the expectation. I had a little moment yesterday where I, I felt a little some kind of way. You know how you just being human and you know the principles of success, but somehow you just, it's just one of them days and I was feeling a little, you know, a little off. I wasn't, I was looking at what was wrong and I was so focused on what was wrong that I had stopped momentarily looking at my life and what was right. Uh, but I got it back on track. But I was in this little funk for about uh, about 90 minutes. And I remembered something that I read somewhere. Like, whenever you can't explain your emotion, if you're feeling like a little foggy or a little dark or you feel like blah, all you have to do is retrace the conversations you've had with yourself the 15 minutes prior. Go back to 15 minutes prior because your emotions, the what you feel is actually a barometer of what you've been thinking. It's like your internal thermostat. You are the temperature gauge in your own life. So what you have to do is when you feel these little moments of darkness and gloom and, and sadness and depression, all you got to do is track the last 15 minutes. And long as you can track those last 15 minutes of thoughts, you can now explain your situation. And when I started tracking that, I was just on the negative plane. And so I uh -huh. went right back and put myself on the positive plane, and I was able to self-correct myself. Now, did it make the problem go away? No. But the focus wasn't on the problem anymore. The focus was on the God that has given me every solution I've ever had prior to this. 
That right there changes everything. I have no problem that's bigger than my God. Come on, boy. Mm. Once you wake up to that realization, you can get on with it. That's how I'm opening the show this morning. Junior, I love to say what's wrong with you today, but all you're going to ask me to do is explain it. I mean, really, you should have just explained that because I didn't even think yeah. about that. I got that same problem. Bruh, everybody has that problem. It's not new to mankind to be human, you know. It's nothing, nothing new about it. And we all have those moments where we just find ourselves in a little funk, a little bit of gloom. But if you retrace the previous 15 minutes of thought, there it is, because all your emotions are is a barometer of what you've been thinking. So if you change what you think, if you change your attitude, it affects your altitude. So I put my attitude on a positive plane and all of a sudden I felt better. So instead of looking at what I didn't have and what was going wrong, I shifted my thinking and I started focusing on what was going right in my life. And I started thanking him for the blessings that I had. And all of a sudden, what I didn't have seemed so small in comparison to what I had. Oh, man. You asked and answered your own question this morning. You better let him use you. (laughs) A whole word again. I needed that myself. Yeah, you did. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, it's the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to start your morning off now with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Today's title is, I love your wife more than you do. I do. I love your wife more than you do. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to to reach Trey. This Trey, who is this? Hey, Trey, how you doing, man? This is Milton. I work as your wife, Teresa. Milton? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you probably heard of me before. I've been uh, been at the job probably about five years now. So has she ever mentioned me? Milton? No, I ain't heard no Milton. What's going on? Is everything cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything is good. Everything is good. Hey, listen, um, I wanted to uh, have a conversation with you, man. Uh, I, I don't really know how to spring this on you or whatever, but um, like I say, I've been working at, at the spot for five years, and been knowing Teresa probably like around three. I, I guess what I really want to say is that I, I didn't, I didn't gain some feelings for Teresa. And you know, oh, to be whoa, honest, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, man, hold on, hold on. You calling me and you telling me right now you have feelings for my wife who you work with and you right. name her Teresa because that is my wife. You have feelings for my wife. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, it, it took me a while to, to come forward and say this, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm man enough now that I, I feel like me and you need to talk about it. Bruh, have you lost your mind? No, no, I haven't. I have haven't, you lost I, your I, mind? I, today, no, listen, I'm just letting you know, today is the day that I decided I'm not carrying this weight on my shoulders no more. I'm getting it off of me, all right? And at the end of the day, I love your wife more than you do. What? I, I love your wife more than you do. Bruh, how long you been loving my wife? You tell me how long you been loving my wife. How long how long you feel that you have been in love with my wife? Uh, I mean I'm looking at I know I know I know at least two years. Like, does my wife years. even know this? Does my wife even know this? I mean I'm 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 sure she's aware of it to a certain extent. To a certain extent? What what how how certain of the extent are we talking? I mean, you know, when we go to lunch together, she, you know, I mean, I'm sure she knows. Y'all be, y'all be going to lunch together? How long y'all been going to lunch together, bro? We've been going to lunch together at least at least two and a half years. 
I mean, we go to lunch together almost every day. I mean, we might miss a day if she go with the girls and I go with the fellas. So be it. But for the most part, me and her, me and her pretty much at lunch together. Yeah, I need a, I swear, I, bro, stay the, stay the hell away from my wife, bro. I need you to back the f- nah, Ain't no more love. Nah. Ain't no more, no, 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 bro, because you, you, you done talked enough. You done talked enough. Ain't no more in love. Ain't no more safe. You need to stay the f- back, period. Stay the f- back, man. I don't want to hear none of that f- Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Because as soon as you come on, we're going to live with me. Hey, bro, listen, listen. I know all about you, Trey. Everything about you. All right? I already know how you treat her. I'm hot. I'm feeling like a strong sensation right now because I really want to reach through the phone and just break your neck right now. That's what I really want to do. That's what I really want to do. And why is my wife talking about business outside of our household? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Hey. All I'm saying is when we go to lunch, she let me know how she's feeling. She let me know what she's going through. Hey, she let me know all of it. Stop, stop with that lunch, bro. I don't want to hear another damn thing about lunch, bro. Ain't no more lunches from here on out, bro. You calling me, talking about you in love with my wife. You've been taking... You know, what the f***? Who the f*** is a Milton? Huh? I'm Milton. I know where you at, bro. Where you at? I'm, Mil- you at the, I'm Milton. You, you there now? Hey, hey, man, hey, man, listen. Come. Calm down with all that energy you got going on. Like, you're going to do something. You ain't, don't tell me to you ain't, you're not finna do nothing. You down nothing away? You're not finna do nothing. Tell me where you're at right now, bro. I'm getting my keys right now. Tell me where you're at right, right now, bro. Right so now, bro. You, so so how, about, how about when you got laid off and you was off for six months and she was carrying all, all, the, all the weight and paying all the bills? You ain't jump ass in. Yeah, I, mm. All right, bet. So, since, you know how, since you know everything, I bet you know I got a too. So uh, all you need to know is, all you need to know is, bro, you're done, bro. You're done, bro. Okay. You're done, bro. Okay. It's it, bro. Okay. That's it, you know bro. what? Why we the Milton? Why we the phone talking about that? He with my wife saying that he in love and talking about lunch and shit. While we here, you can thank me for the for the for the suit that you got for Christmas. You can thank me for that. I picked it okay. out and I paid for it. Okay. Uh, a word. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. All right, cool. Well, let me go in the closet right now. Right now. All right? You talking about the great suit, the three-piece? That's what you talking about? This guy great bullshit right here with this bullshit that keeps the anyway. I ain't like this no nah, Now you don't like the suit. You don't want the suit three times. Now you don't like it. You ain't told me at lunch when you don't want the suit, dude. I swear to God, bro. I swear to God. I need to talk to my wife, man. I need to talk to my wife. I need to talk to my wife, because I... Hey, man, listen. You know what? I just couldn't hold this back no more. Me living behind in the shadows, and but I'm over here kicking money out to Teresa when she needed. While you was laid off, I'm helping her out. I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing too much on my... So you was giving her money? You kicking her money when I was laid off? You kicking her money? Dude, somebody had to step up, man. Me and Teresa's tight, so, you know, I just tried to step in and help her out. So you giving my wife money is what you saying to me? Do you want me to make you feel better about the whole thing? You want me to make you feel better? I, you ain't need to make me feel better about man. I All I need to do is talk to my wife. That's okay, all, that, I, gonna, I, all I got to do is talk to my wife, bro. That's fine. But can I say something that'll make you feel better? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Teresa, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're on the Steve Harvey show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. You got me opening the same getting this 
awesome, bro. Like, bro, don't do that, bro. You got to stop that, Tommy. Come on now. Come on. My heart is racing. I'm sweating. Oh, come on now. Hey, I got to ask you this. You got to tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. It's the Steve Harvey Morty show. Got to be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. This one, Steve, is from Leah in St. Louis. She says, I'm a 42-year-old married woman, and I went to lunch with a man I met online. My sugar levels had been low that morning, and I started feeling lightheaded during lunch. I asked my date to drive me to my doctor's office. I thought he left, so I called my husband to pick me up. When I got out to the lobby, my husband and my date were sitting side by side. I thanked my date for bringing me as though he were a complete stranger from the restaurant. Uh, he looked confused as I left with my husband. Do I call him and explain what happened or block him and move on? You should have stumbled your dizzy ass back in that doctor's office. Uh, you, you cut me too damn close. Stumbled. Is she kidding me, man? Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, not at all. So the guy, he just looked confused. Yeah. You might as well just call him and explain to him what your trifling behind is. Really? I just knew you were going to say let this one go and just move on. What? She's married, Shirley. I know. And she on a dating site. I she know. go to lunch with the dude, ask him to take her to the doctor. Right. Okay, but how did, how did the husband, so he thought, she thought he left, called yeah. her husband to pick him up. Uh-huh. She go outside, two men in the lobby. Right. That's what she get. <laughs> but that's what that's what she wants to know. Should she call him to explain or block him and move on? I'm just saying Wait a minute. you would say block Wait. him and move on. Why are you blocking him? What'd he do? <laughs> See, you playing the trick game, and the trick game, you got caught in it. At least owe the man an explanation of what you did. I didn't know you. Shirley, why are you missing this? She wants to date other men outside of her husband. I get Uh that. You have to tell this dude what it is. He may be cool with that. Because she going to date outside her marriage. What part of that you ain't getting? Just not him, That your sister is trifling. (laughs) Just not him. Move on. No, Shirley. Shirley. the CLO. (laughs) If you're going to date married, you're going to have to tell these people you married. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he knows now. Ta-da. All right, we're moving on. So since uh, you liked him and he took you to the doctor, you might as well tell him what happened. He'll probably be cool with it. Oh, that's all you want to do? All right, I'm game. Really? I would move on. I would move on. All right, um, we are moving on. Veronica in Jacksonville says, I'm a 32-year-old single female, and I've been married for 12 years. I got married really young, and now my husband is saying we need to branch out and seek other ways to jazz up our love life. After having four kids, I'm all right with having sex once or twice a week. He says I'm being selfish, and when he was upset last night, he said I'm going to make him cheat on me. Was this an admission that he already cheated, or was that a warning? Oh, uh, well, it's definitely a warning. 
<laughs> For sure. <laughs> but it sounded more like a promise. <laughs> He's going, it's going to happen. He's ain't, going ain't, to no, ain't no married man going to say that to his wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if, he, it? If, it, if it ain't in his head real good. Okay. Because y'all been having conversations about it. Sex twice a week, four kids, that's a lot. Four kids is a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. MJ in Gary, Indiana writes, I'm a 47-year-old married woman, and I had sex with a 31-year-old man behind the pharmacy where we work. The church next door to us. Yes, listen, writing is better. The church next door to us has security cameras, and there's a video of us having sex, but it's not clear. My manager wants whoever it is to come forward. I need my job, so I'm praying she doesn't ever figure out who it is. The guy keeps saying he wants to fess up because she can't fire us for this. How can I keep him quiet? Hmm. You can get fired for having sex behind the wall at your job. Now, fool, I don't know who told you you can't get fired for that. (laughs) First of all, both of y'all work there. You're not supposed to be, and it's dirty. (laughs) Y'all got on them white jackets. (laughs) Now, he Uh, wants y'all to confess and come forward. mm -hmm. Don't be stupid. Don't listen to this dude. Please don't. And didn't she say she was married? Yes. Yes. 47. 41 year old boy. He's 31. See, 31 year old boy, he's stupid. Let's tell it. Yeah. (laughs) Confess. Nah, you done slept with a stupid person. (laughs) Yeah. Lady, that ain't you. That ain't you. That is not you. It's obviously ain't clear. She's talking about somebody volunteer. What? Fess up. (laughs) What? Who? Mm -hmm. With who? Yeah, that's what you're going to have to I'm happily married. I don't know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> Man, miss me. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, moving on. Johnson in Carrollton, Georgia says, My wife's adult kids are coming to stay with us for a week since we haven't seen their kids for almost two years. She has three children and seven grandchildren total. I have had some financial problems lately that I've hid from my wife and my family. My wife hasn't worked since I married her 16 years ago, so I hate to let her down. Should I be honest and ask the kids to postpone the visit or keep it to myself and dip into my savings? Dip into your savings, Mm -hmm. dog. Gut it out. If you don't want to hurt the woman you love, you having some financial trouble, and tell her. You could probably share it with her. She ain't working. Now, unless the financial trouble is you done bought some other woman something with the money. Ooh. Wow. Uh-uh. I hope that's not it. <laughs> you can, you can ball them out and go down there to pay their cash loan and mess your whole life up with that $200 loan that's going to cost you thirty grand to pay it back. <laughs> Not thirty grand. <laughs> telling you that right there. All I'm right, CLO. Great advice today. Thank that. you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. 
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It is time for games you can't play. You can't play over the holidays. Jay, please explain. All right, here we go. The holidays are coming around and, you know, going to have folks over to the house. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is set up the game, tell a little bit about it. Steve and Junior are going to jump in and, and make and explain how the games get worse. Start off good. Sound like a good idea. Oh, Sound uh -huh. like a good idea. But then uh -huh. as the game progresses, problems arise. Let's simple game of spades. We're going to play some spades. We're going to set up the table. We're going to play some spades. Okay. And then, and then everything happened. Somebody started cheating. You know, yeah. you got that problem. Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> renege, man. The first time somebody renege, you swear it was a dead body in the room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so you, man. So you, so you can't play that, you know. Mm -hmm. People don't know how to lose and, and, and just take it, you know. They, they mm -hmm. take it personal, you know what I mean? Yeah, they take it very right. personal. All right, so you're going to go outside play some touch football. Mm-hmm. You know, get the family, everybody just play some touch football. Okay. You mm -hmm. got a grown-ass man think it's cool to run over a third grader just run over his ass. Just <laughs> <laughs> punish him. That ain't just, cool. Dude, yeah. Just, just punish him, man. Well, damn, man, we playing football. Yeah. Yeah. This is a kid. This is a you child. Know, I mean, uh -huh. You, you ain't been putting him on me. You know how I am. You check me. You put him to check me. That's what I'm gonna do to him. Oh my god. Damn, yeah. man, what you out here for? You come yeah, to play. Come to play. What? Hey, it, it, it go wrong. It go wrong. Send him in there, man. You send him in there. Like, hey, look, hey, this is all I got to say. Uh -huh. You know, if if you can't you can't handle the heat, get out this kitchen. Get out this Whoa. kitchen. I don't care if you're eight. <laughs> I don't care if you're eight. I don't care. No, no, no. Let him cry. Let him cry. He got to learn. Yeah, he got to learn. That's a man's game. All right. That's cruel. Yeah. Here it is. Here's another game you can't play. Okay. You want to play dominoes, but you got that dude that been he been he been away for a while. Uh huh. And he take this game a little bit. 
too serious. He, you know what I mean? He been in the, he been away. You know, he been in the system. He, he been locked up. Oh, so Domino, he been away, Domino's, away. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's is a different game than him. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have been here, man. Now you want to play? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. I just sent you to the yard on them trains. <laughs> what you talking about? Man. Wow. Hold up, dog. You just went to the yard on them trains. You ain't had no trades a minute ago. <laughs> what you talking about? Hold on, I'm talking about I'm talking about your ass is up in the Oh, you trying to Oh, you remember how I get shanked? <laughs> What's gonna yeah. happen to you, partner? You're out now. <laughs> You're out now, man. You're free. free. No, no, yeah. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need two packs of cigarettes for that. <laughs> at, the, at the holiday party. That's all I'm saying. And I'm gonna need them right. two packs next right, time I see that. you. Partner. Playing Domino in an undershirt. We, we can't play that. We gotta play another yeah. game. All right, yeah, now yeah, we're, yeah. Gonna, we're gonna go back outside, try to play just a simple game, family game of mm -hmm. dodgeball. It's the same guy who think it's a lot of fun. He hit a third grader no. with a 90 mile an hour ball. He think that's a lot of fun. In your face. <laughs> what are you out here playing for? I don't care if you ain't. What? It's Why called dodgeball. It ain't called stand there and get hit. Yeah. But he's eight. Why you gotta oh hit God. him so hard? Hey, what, what he, he, ain't, he ain't duck. <laughs> I, I bet All he right. talked now. Oh, they're going to cock back with that little weak ass throw like I ain't seen that coming. Yeah, I hit him in the face. In the face. That's what, what he, he need to him. pay attention? <laughs> <Yeah>. So mean. <laughs> oh, baby. Right, all right. Oh, baby. Oh, we go back in the house. We decide to play chess. But here's what happens. Mm -hmm. The man who think he know everything about chess get his ass dusted by that eighth grader. Now, he really upset. The little boy done tore his ass up in mm -hmm. chess. Now, he can't take it. Well, all the oh, pieces take the <laughs> That's where all the pieces gonna be on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he picked them up. But hold yeah, on, hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Uh -huh. You can't say checkmate. We just got started. <laughs> <laughs> how you gonna? How you gonna do that? No, 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 no. We even did before five, six moves. What is you talking about, checkmate? He won. No, no, that ain't he how won. chess go. He chess won. a thinking man won. game. Right. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't even had time to think. David, he, he won. won the game, man. He ain't won, won no damn you. game. He, he just said you, checkmate. He, yeah, he beat you. He I mean, you won the game. How? Show me how. <laughs> he showed you. He told yeah, he showed you, man. That ain't, you can't do that. Uh -huh. <laughs> See, you got to do, look, man, in chess, you have to make a minimum of 20 moves each. Like, you didn't have to do that. Before you could, dog, that's how it's done, dog. Are you getting mad? No, you ain't even supposed to say checkmate yeah. unless it's been 20 moves. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but, try something else. I don't know. Yeah. Man, see, y'all need to play some chess with white folk. <laughs> it's racial. Yeah. Everything is racial with you. <laughs> can't play that? All right, last game. Last uh -huh. game we can't play. Uh -huh. Checkers. Can't play, play checkers? checkers? It's the same guy with the dodgeball. Really enjoys beating a third grader. He, he gets such... Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> King, King me. <laughs> what is your punk ass crying for? Put a, put a crown on it. <laughs> wipe your ass out. No, 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 man. 
No, 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 man. You can't jump backwards. Because <laughs> you got the red pizza. Red pizza, red pizza can't jump backwards. That's a child, man. Uh, all right. Uh, end of this game. Okay. Uh, let's right. move on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather you and your wife share a bathroom or B. a bed? B. A bed. B. B. Yeah, we got to share okay. a bed. Okay. We share a bed. Yeah, no, we can't share a no bed bathroom. anyway. No, that's not a good yeah. thing. No, we cannot share a bathroom. That's out <laughs> the question. Hell oh, no. You, why not? I, I had to go to a, a whole other room or something. Oh no! A no. lot of married couples share bathrooms. No, no, we don't. No, no we don't. No. I had to go. I, I'd be in a whole nother damn room. Uh huh. And why? Margie, no, she talking because all your products are on my side. That's why. Yeah. All her products Counter take up space. everything. Make up all this. Why I'm finna put my stuff? Uh huh. And then she want to talk all the time. I'm in the bathroom. I don't like it. <laughs> Shut the door. Quit opening the door. Why? Are you... What do you see? Look at this. Why do you lock the door? Because I don't want nobody in here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather public displays of affection or would you rather just be only affectionate in private? Oh, hey. A little bit of both. I can't pick but one. I ain't. Would you rather one or the other? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh pick. well, then I gotta have it in private. Then. Yeah, yeah, private. Yeah, if you had uh, to pick. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. I'm to show okay, you something. As soon, as they, as soon as they shut this door. <laughs> you on ten? You uh, on You been looking all good today. I'm finna show you some soon as they shut this damn door. <laughs> all right. Would you rather eight hours of uninterrupted sleep or eight hours on a nude beach? I didn't understand that, Shirley. Say it again. Would you rather eight hours just uninterrupted sleep, just eight hours of some good, good sleep, or would you rather eight hours on a nude beach? Oh, hey. Hey. Oh, Take me to the nude beach. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to sleep eight hours no damn way. Might as well be up and see something. <laughs> the only problem is I've been to two nude too? beaches. Uh-huh. I wasn't nude, uh-huh. you have? but I've been to uh-huh. two nude beaches. You know what uh-huh. I discovered? Everybody on the nude beach don't need to be on the damn nude beach. I've yeah. never seen nobody on the nude beach where I went ever. Really? That's I ain't I'm ever. Everybody I seen on the nude beach need to put their damn clothes on. <laughs> Take so the wait, sand down up. Including you? Were you Bruh. nude? Were you no, nude? No, he no, nude. no, I wasn't nude. They, How did I, that I was work? on a, I was on a cruise ship one time. And you and one of the uh, excursions was to go to the beach. You go oh. to the new beach. It was oh. in Aguila or something like that. Anguilla. Oh, okay. And and they had a wall, a little short wall, about two feet. And I sat right next to the wall because I wanted mm-hmm. to be over there by the new side. Uh-huh. Everybody. Want to see some stuff. All them ugly ass people on over that side. <laughs> <laughs> I was just over there just going, I'm big thing. <laughs> you thought what, you were going to see something. Man, what nothing. <laughs> All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so when the people in Tommy's head get together, we all know how that is. A lot, a lot can happen up there. Uh, but this time, they came together to make a wonderful Christmas song. And guess what? It is a hit. 
Take a listen. Oh, boys and girls, Santa has come to meet your chicken wings. Can Christmas out through the hood. Me and my boy try to feel real good. Up, try to keep it real on the Christmas Eve night. Don't want no trouble, don't want no fight. I really Christmas, this ain't no trip. G.I. Joe with the comfort. Monopoly Atari, a brand new bike. Rabbit in a bottle, that's what I like. Mama in the kitchen got the house really good. And the yams and banana pudding. Can't wait to hit that mac and cheese. Greens and black eyed peas. Sang a short. Yo, that's it right there. Come out with them chicken wires out. Christmas out through the hood. Me and my boy try to feel real good. Try to keep it real on the Christmas Eve night. Don't want no trouble, don't want no fight. I really Christmas, this ain't no trip. G.I. Joe with the comfort. Monopoly Atari, a brand new bike. Rabbit in a bottle, that's what I like. Mama in the kitchen got the house really good. And the yams and banana pudding. Can't wait to hit that mac and cheese. Collard greens and black eyed peas. Sang a short. That's it right there. Come out with them chicken whites out. G.I. Joe Connect Four, but what nothing better than a hungry hippo? Santa Claus better quit tripping and come with it. All red edges catch first one with it. Coleco Vision, Atari, Nintendo, Pac-Man, Santa P, Tech Mobile. Rudolph, Dancer, Prince, a Vixen, the ugly little elf better mind its business. And I better get every gift on my wish list, cause I'll be damned if you spoil my Christmas, okay? What? What? Now that's Christmas spirit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Great song. Just having fun. Great song, yeah. nephew. Miss mm. that damn oatmeal, though, man. See this right here? <laughs> See? This right here? This, this why Tommy don't let her do nothing. Uh, already. already. And they're all in oh, your head. Man. So what's the plan for the holidays? Yeah. Uh-huh. For, for you, nephew, and oatmeal. And... <laughs> man. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. We'll get into that in just a few because right now it is time for the nephew and his prank phone call for today. What you got for us now? Well, you know, it's Christmas time, Shirley. Christmas decorations. Okay. Mm. Cat dog, if you could. Hello. I'm trying to reach Cecil. Yeah, this is what's going on. Hey, uh, this Manny, man. I live like about four or five streets over from you. This Manny. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, uh, I see you 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 got your Christmas lights up, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I got them up. I got my whole little theme and everything set up, man. It's, it's looking real good. Okay, let me let me ask you something, man. The theme you got in your yard, where you get that idea from? What you mean, where I get them from? The idea, like you got a snowman, you got Santa Claus, some reindeers, you got your whole house decorated, you got Jesus with the manger and the uh, the wise men around him. Where did you get your idea from? I'm 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 lost. What you talking about, man? You you ask me where I got a thing from? I mean, you you trying to imply something? I'm I'm, I mean, I'm asking you a question. Where did you get the idea from? I made this up. I made this up. Jesus, Jesus and the manger, you know, that represents Christmas, man. You go with a theme that's Christmas-based, man, and that's that's Christmas-based. Jesus is Christmas. Jesus in, in, in Jerusalem and in Bethlehem. And, hey, what, what's what's going on, man? I, I, who are you? Where you get my number from anyway? I'm, I'm, I'm Manny, man. I'm Manny. I got I got your number from one of the people that live on your street. And I'm just asking you, uh, on the real, where you get this idea from? I made this idea. I made this up, man. I made this up. This is the second time you asked me where I get this idea from. What are you trying to imply? Okay, here, here go the real deal, dog. The same theme you got if you come four streets over, I got the same thing in my yard, and it looked like you done stole my idea. And see, what, what you ain't going to do is try to win Christmas yard of the season, and you done stole my idea. That's the problem I got with you. No, the problem you got is life and twisted, okay? Because, see, I put this together without I, I never even heard of you, Manny, to begin with. Secondly, I've been doing this particular theme in my yard since I've been staying over here. I've been staying over here six years. You ain't had that, you ain't had that theme last year. You ain't had that I last year. I had this theme last year and the year before. And I put myself in the same place every damn time I put it down. You did not have this last year. First of all, who are you to call me and tell me about my theme and about my yard and what you got going on? I know you ain't copying me. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you right now. And I ain't finna go no further. You need to rearrange your theme and get a different theme because you got the same theme I got. No, you need to rearrange your okay? Because I ain't rearranging Jack over here. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Yeah, if I got to come over there, let me tell you something, man, and I'm being real, as real as I can be with you. If I got to come over there and unplug some <laughs> what? stuff. If you got to what? Come what? If I got to come over to your house and unplug some stuff. Unplug? No, no, no. See, if anything, my foot will be getting unplugged from your First of all, you ain't finna come on my street in my house and disrespect me at all about anything that I got set up in my yard. Secondly, 
I ain't finna let it go down that way. I tell you what, then I'm just gonna do this here. I'm finna just come over there and, and take Jesus and take the oh, and, and, and no, take no. them wise men out your yard. That's what I'm finna do. You come over this way talking about messing with Jesus and the manger? It's gonna be some real problems. Cause first of all, that's fake. Secondly, that's that's the center of the thing. Now, if you want to come over here and you want to try to do something like that, you go need Jesus to help you because there's gonna be some rolling around going hey, on. Hey, you hey, try man, to come hey, up with my yard with the. The bottom line is this right here: you got the nerve to do the same theme I got. I'm four streets over. I'm driving through looking at everybody's hey, man, uh, here, man. looking at everybody's hey, like, thing. You the man. only one that copies my theme. Same way, the same place, every dot on you. Ain't nobody ever told me. Your stuff look like Manny from four, five, six. Who the hell is Manny any way? Manny ain't got no right coming on my street because you don't stay on this street. You going around looking at people still trying to get your ideas, man. You not original. No, no, I'm, I'm very original. I moved to this neighborhood before you did. I've been here. I've been here 10 years. You've been here about six. How long you been living over here? I've been living over here six years. This subdivision was just coming up when I came over here. How you going to tell me you've been running your team longer than I've been running mine? Oh, you crazy. Hey, man. Hey, man, man I ain't got, got, got time to go back man. You know what? I got better things to do. I still got some more lights put up. Hey, I got you know what? I'm going to go back and forth. What I'm finna tell you is just right here. I'm finna come take Jesus off your yard. I'm finna no, take Jesus no, in the wild. I'm take Jesus out of my yard. Now, see, now you're sounding like one of them crazy people. You talking about taking Jesus out of my life? That's where you got life and messed up. Come on over here. I got something hey, to do. Hey, man. Hey, man. Look here. Don't turn your lights on tonight. No, my lights will be on tonight, tomorrow night, and every other night. I'm talking about taking my Jesus in the manger. I'm original as original as can be. Come over if you want to. I got something for you, you man. You, you done stole my idea. And, you and talking about this stealing ideas, Come on around here and let's settle this. Hey, hey, dog, dog, let me tell you something right now. Jesus and them wise men is coming at your yard today. No. You know what, man? I'm through with you, man. I'm through with you. You know what? Come over here if you want to. Touch my baby Jesus. Touch my manger. Touch Mary and Joseph and the wise men. And I'm going to put the North Star over your literally. Hey, man. Hey. I don't know where you get my number from. Now, who are you anyway? Who is it? Who are you, man? I tell you what. You talking about coming over here, messing with anything in my yard? My is on time, okay? Set to go off every evening at dusk. As soon as it starts getting dark, my is going on. Let my not come on tonight. It's going to be some for your Hey, 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 dog. Anyway. Why, 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 you, why you can't come up with your own theme, man? Why you I can't do your own thing? thing? Look here, I tell you what, man. Who the f are you anyway? We just squat this right now. You stay four, five, three, low. What kind of car you got in your driveway? I'll come find you, little Come deal with you right now. Where you at? Hey, hey, hey dog. Wait, right dog. now. Where you at? Uh, uh, you know what? Don't worry about where I'm at. I'm going to be yeah, there when your lights come on now tonight. Now, I'm going to come find you. No, your lights ain't coming on tonight. What? No, not come on tonight. There's going to be some problems in your life. It's going to be hard to breathe for you. I'm letting you know this. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Right. First who of all. You, who the f are you anyway, man? You done called me out of the blue telling me that you going to come disconnect my life and steal my major and take my baby Jesus out the man. Hey, yo, who are you? You sit up here accusing me of stealing your thing when it's been my thing for all these years, six years I've been doing this, and I want best yard three years or three years running in this season? Now, I think you trying to get my... But, but, but see, the problem is you don't want best yard because you're stealing my idea. How can I be stealing your... Man, you, man. You know what? you and your... And I'm ready to deal with your... Right? Hey, hey, hey dog, dog. I, I, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. You stole my Jesus theme, dog. Hold on. Wait a minute. How can I have won best yard three years running and you saying I got the thing from you? You should have been getting it. You must not be doing it. Okay, let me let me let me let me go on and say this to you right now, dog. Well, let say me, this what? Larry on your street told me to call you. Larry. Larry told you to call me. Who? 
Larry gave you my number. Larry and Tommy told me to call you. Larry and Tommy told you to call me. Do you know who Tommy is? My, Larry, Larry, ain't, Larry ain't never mentioned no name Tommy to me. Who the Tommy? I'm Tommy. I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you just got pranked by your boy Larry, man. Nephew Tommy. Come on, Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Larry, did this Larry told me to call you. He said you win every single yeah, year. Yeah. The Christmas it's, yard in the year, man. Field, but it's kind of funny now. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah, uh-huh. Let me ask you something. What's the baddest radio show in the lane? Oh, man, hands down, no doubt. Steve <laughs> Morning show with nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, King of Pranks. Outstanding. Come on, man. Outstanding. Come on, I'm finna come over there and get Jesus. I'm finna get them wise men. Yeah. I wanna get everybody. Boy. 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 No, you finna meet Jesus. <laughs> That's more accurate, Steve. You, you come take Jesus. my baby. You come round here. Take my baby. It's gonna, gonna be some rolling round out here. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Christmas decorated. Touch, touch them wise men. Mary Jones. That North Star gonna be on your ass. But you know, at first, he didn't understand the accusation. Where you get that theme from? It's, it's, yeah. it's Christmas. Right, right. It's everybody's theme. Where you going with this, man? Yeah. Where, where I get the theme from? It's man. Christmas. <laughs> you gonna put Caesar. Jesus and a manger? It's Good Christmas. <laughs> now that one was worthy. Man, for Frank praise for real. All right, coming up next it is the strawberry letter for today. The subject: smoke and mirrors. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my good friend, Junior. Subject, smoke. And mirrors. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in a long distance relationship with a man that my daughter hooked me up with. He's a bodybuilder and my daughter met him at her gym. She said she was looking in the in the mirror working out when he came and stood in front of her to see himself in the mirror. She said 
other than being vain, he's extremely quiet and nerdy. He and I talked a lot in the beginning, and it was fun to have someone to talk to. I overlooked the fact that every time we talked, he was smoking weed or had just had some weed or was planning to smoke weed at any minute. After a few months of doing video chats, he wanted to see me. I told him he could come visit me at my house, but he insisted that I come visit him, especially since my daughter lives in the same city. He bought me a ticket and asked me to stay at his house. I planned to stay in his guest room, but I left after he told me what he had planned for the weekend. As he showed me around his house, I saw condoms on his nightstand and I was totally turned off by the floor-to-ceiling mirrors in his bedroom. He asked what I was into sexually, and I was shocked because we'd never talked about fetishes and role-playing. He told me what he wanted to do to me sexually, and he said we could watch ourselves in the mirrors while we did it. I got an Uber right away and went to my daughter's apartment. He hasn't called or texted me since, but he told my daughter I am too shy and hard to get along with. Should I explain the smoke and mirrors to my daughter or let her keep thinking that the breakup was all my fault? Please help. Who cares what he says? That's what I say. Who cares? And why do you feel compelled to tell your daughter anything? Because she introduced you to this loser? Uh, that, that still doesn't make you obligated. It's simply not her business. You can just say that it didn't work out and keep it moving. What I don't get is why you didn't stay at your daughter's house instead of with a man you hardly knew. I mean, you say you're in a long-distance relationship with him, but you're not in it. You just talk to this guy. You're not in a relationship with this man. Um... You know, you only know a couple of things about this guy. One is that he smokes weed all of the time. Uh, your daughter's house would have been the choice. That would have been a safer, smarter uh, situation for you to be in since you were traveling. And I'm glad you got out of this house when you did because that could have been, uh, it could have worked out crazy for you. Could have been dangerous. You don't know. Then you get to his house and realize he only wanted sex from you and that's it. Really, mom, I think you need to slow down, sis, uh, because you don't know what you want. I mean, you were insulted with the mirrors and the condoms on the nightstand. I mean, he could have at least put those up, but he didn't. Uh, you didn't, you didn't do enough homework or research on this guy to know what it was going to be, what was going to be waiting for you when you got off that plane. You went from video chatting with him, thinking you're in some sort of long distance relationship with this guy to staying at his house. I mean, it sounds a little crazy. And, and I don't want you out here acting desperate in these streets because th this is what you can end up with. Wall-to-wall -wall mirrors, condoms on the nightstand, and a man saying to you that you can watch yourselves while you have sex. What? You don't, you don't even know him like that. Again, I'm glad you left early. I hope you learned what not to do in the future. Steve? Well, it's a lot to unpack here, but really nothing to unpack. Mm -hmm. This is a woman... And see, I'm interested in what she's not saying. So let's go. I'm in a long-distance relationship with a man that my daughter hooked me up with. He's a bodybuilder. My daughter met him at her gym. She said she was looking in the mirror at herself working out. He came, stood in front of her to see himself in the mirror. She said, other than being vain, he's extremely quiet and nerdy. Okay. Other than being vain, he's extremely quiet and nerdy. Do that make sense to that you? That doesn't go together. Uh -uh. Not at all. It mm -mm. just don't go together at all. Mm -mm. Therefore, I think your daughter gave you initially a bad read. But you 
took the time to start talking and FaceTiming and stuff. And you got an even worse read on this guy. You said he and I talked a lot in the beginning. It was fun to have someone to talk to. Let's stop for a minute. What did you just say? <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> it was fun to have someone to talk to. Where have you been in? Where, have you been locked away? Uh, have you been indisposed? Uh, have you been at a convent? Right. Have you been up in the mountains at a retreat? Have you just retired from being a monk in a Buddhist temple? What did you get? It was nice to have somebody to talk to. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what she's not saying is she was lonely. lonely. Mm -hmm. I think that's what the hookup was. And desperate. I overlooked the fact that every time we talked, he was smoking weed or had just... Or, or, I, can't, I lost... What does it say? He was smoking weed or had just smoked weed or was planning <laughs> to smoke weed at any minute. <laughs> Point is, See, that didn't make no sense to me. Oh, look, the fact that every time we talked, he was smoking weed or uh -huh. had just had some weed right. or was planning to smoke weed at right. any minute. Smoky. <laughs> the nerd that's vain, loves himself, quiet, nerdy. Hold that Smoke thought. weed mm -hmm. all the damn time. All the time. All the oh, time. That's all no. she knew about him. All right. Uh, we'll have part two of your response coming up, Steve, to today's letter at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject is Smoke and Mirrors. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's uh, recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, Smoke and Mirrors. Here's a woman who is obviously extremely lonely. Her daughter lives out of state, meets this man at the gym. She was working out, looking at herself in the mirror. He came and stood in front of her. They met each other. She introduced him to her mom saying, other than being vain, he's really quiet and nerdy. That don't go together. Vain <laughs> people are very rarely quiet or nerdy. Your daughter does not know how to assess people. You meet the man, y'all get on the phone, y'all start talking. He and I talked a lot in the beginning, and it was fun to have someone to talk to. What? What? So, who, 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 who are you? It was fun to have someone to talk to. Okay. Damn, where you been, lady? <laughs> I overlooked the fact that every time we talked, he was smoking weed or had just had some weed or was planning to smoke weed at any minute. Where is the line? nerdy, quiet person at? Hard <laughs> talk when you're smoking that damn much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And hell, he might not be quiet. He might just be sleepy a lot. <laughs> After a few months of doing video chats, he wanted to see me. I told him he could come visit me at my house, but he insisted that I come visit him, especially since my daughter lives in the same city. Okay, that kind of makes sense. He bought me a ticket and asked me to stay at his house. I planned to stay in his guest room. What? Anybody <laughs> flew you out here for that? All right. Who flew you out there to stay in the guest room? Right. If you're going to stay in the guest room, we can just stay, keep on with these video chats. 
Because <laughs> at least I can talk to you while we're in this bedroom. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <said>. All right. <laughs> oh, hell, I guess I'll come on and go then. <laughs> but I left after he told me what he had planned for the weekend. Mm-hmm. As he showed me around his house, I saw condoms on his nightstand, and I was totally turned off by the floor-to-ceiling mirrors in his bedroom. Well, I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah, daughter told you he was vain. Vain. He a bodybuilder. He got to see himself when he get up. But he has some other plans for you. Now, you turned off by the floor-to-ceiling mirrors in the bedroom. I kind of like that myself. I don't have it, but <laughs> and the sounds sexy to me. Mm-hmm. He asked me what I was into sexually, and I was shocked because we'd never talked about fetishes and role playing. Well, but you have talked about sex. Mm. See, that's what she didn't put in that. Y'all just didn't discuss fetishes and role playing. <laughs> but everything else. Yeah. <laughs> but else. you lying if you think all them video chats and sex ain't come up. That's not true. Mm-hmm. He told me what he wanted to do to me sexually, and he said we could watch ourselves in the mirror while we did it. That's what the mm-hmm. floor to ceiling mirrors is for. Mm-hmm. That's what them condoms is on that table for. You ought to see oh, what's in facts. them drawers, though. See, you ain't even see that. <laughs> facts, 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 Steve Harvey. There's some stuff in that drawers, though. I got an Uber right away and went to my daughter's apartment, where you should have been in the first place. Thank you. He hasn't called or texted me since then. Well, what he going to say? <laughs> so, should I explain this? Okay, hold on. He ain't called to text me since then, but he told my daughter I'm too shy and hard to get along with. Mm. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is the quiet nerd mm-hmm. that just told your daughter that you too shy and hard to get along with? Your daughter has a poor assessment of men, but like Shirley said, what do you care what the hell he think or what your <laughs> daughter think? Yeah. Let your daughter date him. She like going to the gym. She like looking at herself in the mirror. I don't really see what you want us to do. So, should I let my daughter keep thinking that the breakup was all my fault? Please help. I just really, you really don't have a problem. You're not going back up there. You're not into fetishes and role playing. You don't like looking at yourself in the mirror. Because you probably get out to bed and, you know, I'm like cool walking towards it. But when you turn sideways in that floor-to-ceiling mirror, whoo, it throw your ass into something. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. He's so stupid. You cannot say that. Why is he so... Now, what is that That's what she like, don't like. Steve? What does that we sound like when you turn to the side? Did you be walking to me, you be going, all right. Now, then you turn to the side and you go, oof. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, it just creep out. It's just, you know. Shocking. Okay. It is shocking. And so that's what it is. And so, you know, I don't know what to tell you, lady. Uh, you really don't have a problem. I tell my daughter the truth, actually. Yeah. I flew out here. We had discussed sex, but we didn't discuss fetishes and role playing. Tell your now, daughter obviously, that. uh, uh, big, big boy over here. Daughter, that. 
Uh-uh. Well, Big Boy wanted to put some straps on me. Oh, no! And have me swinging back and forth. And every time I swung right. into him, you knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Listen, leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Instagram, at Steve Harvey FM, and check I out the Strawberry Letter I didn't podcast. think the swing was big enough. On demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, Steve, come on. You hired him. Wow. You hired him. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> so you, you ain't got to keep saying it. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, a man that needs an introduction because, well, <laughs> he's here so seldom. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Anthony Brown. Okay. Okay. I'm putting together. I'm yeah. The first, uh-huh. I'm putting together my own film. I've started production of my own film. You've seen The Nutcracker. Everybody's seen yeah. The Nutcracker. We uh-huh. have yeah. finished with production uh-huh. right before Christmas. The name of my film is called The Big Black Nutcracker. We're going to make it look different. <laughs> than, what? <laughs> What's wrong? Keep going. Keep going. The big, the big Black Nutcracker. You know the story of The Nutcracker. Yada, yada, yada. We all know the story. But this right. is She Falls in Love with a guy who comes to, it's a stripper. It's about a stripper who falls what? in love with a guy wow. who comes to the strip club and it goes by the name of Big Black Nuts. And to save the strip club. Now, this is the, what? What is wrong? I don't understand you guys. So, so we're looking for dancers. We're looking for dancers. We want, and I don't want to offend anybody about what I oh, want. Oh, really? I don't. I don't at all. I want Fat people. I don't want overweight. I don't want heavy set, chunky. I don't want thick. I don't. I want fat people because these are my ballerinas. I want fat people, really fat. If you heavy set, don't even audition because we don't want to be bothered with you. Okay, we want you fat. We want fat people that can stand on their toes and catch other fat people. That's what I want. That's what I want. Same thing with production. I hate Yeah, that's production, you. yeah. You know, because right. I, really I always good. got these little thin-ass ballerinas, and that's good, and that's nice. But in fat the big people like to catch other fat people. Yeah, fat people that have no problem catching other fat people. And like I said, if you overweight or you can't, Kind of chunky, pleasantly plump, thick bone, big bone. Curvy. Don't even bother. Don't bother sending me a tape. Now I want all production tapes to be sent to Big Black Nutcracker. Send all your tapes to Big Black Nutcracker. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, I got some people that have signed on that are going to already be in the film. Oh. Kurt, Kurt Franklin is going to be playing the part of Baby Jesus. Now, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Baby Jesus ain't in the big black nutcracker. <laughs> oh, he ain't in the nutcracker. But he's going to be in this production because he said he would do it. So I wrote him a part. So he's going to play the part of Baby Jesus. So check me out. The Big Black Nutcracker coming out around Christmas. Go to right. Big Black Nutcracker. Send all your auditions there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Tamikla in Baltimore, Steve, wrote, um, I'm 32 years old, and I've been engaged for four years. My fiancé and I got into an argument, and he said he's in love with me, and he's in love with my body. But he can't stand me most of the time. He said this is why we can't confirm a wedding date. I'm glad I finally know how he feels about me. Do I need to pause our relationship if he doesn't like me? Are love and lust enough for a marriage? Oh, no, 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 no. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Love is absolutely necessary. But if you don't like a person, come on. That's hard. I don't care how good the sex is and how fine your body is. If y'all get through having sex and y'all talking and he don't like the person he talking to, y'all don't need to get married. This is doomed. You know, I love you, but I don't like you. What? Yeah, you gotta like yeah, a person. You gotta yeah. like man, like him. Uh-huh. You're with them twenty four seven. You're with them. You, you got to like this person, man. Yeah. Y'all gotta watch TV. Y'all gotta ride in a car. Y'all gotta yeah. go to the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta watch a movie. Y'all gotta go to dinner. Ooh. Sitting across the table, somebody you don't like. I don't give a damn about loving you. Oh, I got to be under the same roof. Yeah, oh, man. That's terrible. Same for us. That's yeah. Uh-uh. You gotta That's like bad. the person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trust and believe. That like is important. It's mm-hmm. love and lust. No. Enough because, for a marriage. First of all, let me explain. Commitment. Uh-huh. You, you will not be having sex the majority of the time. I promise you, you're not. <laughs> oh, newlywed. <laughs> newlywed. Newlywed. You, 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 you should be doing a lot right now. Yeah, newlywed. Yeah. Huh. Newlywed. Yeah. What? Yeah. Newlywed. No, Ooh. you don't understand. Junior in his forties, they 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 married late. They they ain't these ain't twenty year old. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything get uh escalated once you get married older. You skip mm-hmm. all them stages. The honeymoon stage end right after the honeymoon. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we gotta get on the fast track now, baby. We dying. We dying. <laughs> yeah. They tell you that. I'm telling you right now, you get 65, it's on your mind a lot now. Whoa. I'm living. I feel pretty healthy, but every time I cut the news on. Yeah. Man, yeah. I see a six in they birth, in, in they death. They went, uh, we passed away. 68-year-old yeah. died. Mm-hmm. 68, that's yeah. two more, that's three years. Yeah. Okay, don't <laughs> you get scared. It's, especially you know? this time of year, you get a lot of deaths yeah. at the end Woo, of the year. Man, yeah. 71, yeah. I just, oh, that's six that's years. Right. Hold up, man, I got to get more time mm-hmm. than that. You know, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just you start thinking about, you know, longevity. Yeah. That the older you get. Because you yeah. start losing people you know. Yeah, so, for sure. Know, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. marriage, Every man, day. once you get married later on in life, you got you got to escalate this thing, man. You got yeah. to put your foot on the gas pedal. 
well, she's you married, she can make it to the end of the tape. But when the tape right there. They're crossing the tape. God damn it. We were just there a week ago. Yeah, we just started out. What's happening? No, but to answer the question, though, like is extremely important. Very. Yeah. Like. So, yeah. So she does need to pause the relationship, you're saying. Yeah. Get out. Because that's what she's asking. Yeah. I mean, look, they argue all the time. Mm-hmm. You argue with a person you don't like because the least little thing they do get on your damn nerve. Yeah. Yeah. She yep. said he can't stand her most of the time. Most yeah. of the time. You ain't going to sit up there and tell me that. <laughs> well, after Dude. four years, they've yeah. been together four years. No. You coming no. down the aisle with your wedding dress on. He hollering at you. Hurry up, bring your ass down here. What's taking you so damn long? I don't like you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a good look. Not a good look at all. All right, Tamikla, I hope we um, helped you. I hope mm. Steve helped you with this one. Yeah. Uh, all right, coming up in 20 minutes. That, that divorce going to be so fast. Yeah. yeah. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's 10 days before Christmas. It's, it's fastly approaching. So here's a question. How do you drop hints to your family and your significant other when it comes to the holiday gifts you want? Like, do you, you subtly drop the hints for gifts you want, or do you just come right out and... Ain't no way I can make it through Christmas, through Christmas without that suit. I mean, I just feel like I ought to have that suit. I don't, I don't know. Maybe y'all ought to so get together and figure out how to get this suit. So yeah, I ain't going to be right uh, without that suit if I don't have well, what it. Suit I'm just going to say that. Because if you, because if I bring the suit, I'm thinking you're talking about it might not be what you want. Which, which oh. suit is that? Uh, you want him to be specific? Yeah. Which, which I mean, suit oh, you want him to be specific? Do he want a new elf suit? What is what does he want? Oh. Did he say elf? <laughs> did he say elf? <laughs> he did. I swear he finna get a Christmas cussing up in here. Did he just call me an elf? <laughs> I didn't call you an elf when you said you can't live without that suit. And I went well, about time. <laughs> Hell, but let's get that elf suit and we'll quit playing with this. You need to get to work. Damn sure ain't going to get the Santa Claus suit. So. A Louis Vuitton suit. How about that? A Louis that Vuitton, Louis Vuitton suit. suit. That gray one? Yeah. That gray one. They don't make that in your size. They make it in my size. Stop that. What's wrong with you? Well, what size do you think they come in? <laughs> he said, Cause, I wear 42. 42 uh, regular, regular sample size. The yeah. no, no, that's the same thing that fit the mannequin, the dummy in the window. Yeah, that's what they make. All it, the models wear the same size. So what size you models wear? wear 42 long. I'm 48. That's real. That's, All right, that's enough grown, Where's grown man right. size? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather you and your wife share a bathroom or a B. bed? B. A bed. B. B. Yeah, we got to share. Okay. B. Right. We share a bed yeah, now. We, we share no a bed anyway. No, that's not a good yeah. No, we cannot share a bed. That's <laughs> out the question. Hell oh, no. You, why not? I, I had to go to a, a whole other room or something. Oh, no. A no. lot of married couples share bathrooms. No, no we don't. No, no, we don't. No. I had to go. I, I'd be in a whole other damn room. Uh-huh. <laughs> and why? Marjorie. No, she talked Because all your products are on my side. That's why. Yeah. All her products take up everything. Yeah. Make up all this. Where well, I'm finna put my stuff? 
Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. she want to talk all the time. I'm in the bathroom. I don't like to talk. <laughs> Shut the door. Quit opening the door. Why? You... <laughs> what do you Steve, mean? look at this. Why do you lock the door? Because I don't want nobody in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you, would you rather public displays of affection or would you rather just be only affectionate in private? Oh, hey. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, so, hey, you know, yeah. I can't pick but one. I ain't. Would you rather one or yeah. the other? Yeah. You, uh-huh. Yeah, if you had to oh, pick. well, then I got to have it in private then. Yeah, yeah. private. Yeah, if you had uh, to pick. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I'm to show you it's something as soon, they, as soon as they shut this door. <laughs> You on 10? Uh, you on you 10? been looking all good today. I'm finna show you something sooner. They should sit <laughs> down. All right. Would you rather eight hours of uninterrupted sleep or eight hours on a new beach? I didn't understand that, Shirley. Say it again. Would you rather eight hours just uninterrupted sleep, just eight hours of some good, good sleep, or would you rather eight hours on a new beach? Oh, hey. Hey. About new beach. Oh, beach. Take me to the new beach. <laughs> I ain't gonna sleep eight hours no damn way. Might as well be up and see something. <laughs> the only problem is I've been to two nude too? beaches. Yeah, I oh, wasn't nude. Uh-huh, you have? But I've been to two nude beaches. You know what uh-huh. I discovered? Everybody on the nude beach don't need to be on the damn nude beach. I've yeah. never seen nobody on the nude beach where I went ever. Really? That's I ain't I mean, ever. Everybody I seen on the nude beach need to put their damn clothes on. <laughs> Take so the wait, sand down up, including you. Were you Bruh. nude? Were you no, nude? He no, 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 I wasn't nude. They, How did I, that I was work? on a, I was on a cruise ship one time. And you and one of the excursions was to go to the beach. You go oh. to the new beach. It was oh. in Aguila or something like that. Anguilla. Oh, okay. And and they had a wall, a little short wall, about two feet. And I sat right next to the wall because I wanted to be over there by the new side. Uh-huh. Everybody. Want to see some stuff. All them ugly ass people on over that side. <laughs> <laughs> I was just over there just going, I'm big thing. <laughs> you thought what, you were going to see something. Man, what nothing. <laughs> All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up in 49 minutes after, we'll close out the show. It's our last break of the day right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. Yes, it is. Ooh, in Steve, my yeah. mind. What you doing, Big Dog? What is this? I don't know. I'm just doing like you know, still stuck on that up. Dog, dog, just do it. Just, just, go ahead. Don't quit. Do it again, dog. dog. No, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, the, the, what what would you do? Would you rather was, would you rather be a lead singer on a Christmas song or the lead in a Christmas movie? I don't uh-huh. even really know no Christmas movies. Uh-huh. But I, I can't be the elf or can't be in <laughs> Rudolph, you know, I don't Santa. like Santa. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. That was on the other night, the Wizard of Oz. One I of don't even know what they be doing time. in there. You know, I had to watch it when it came out, but I never really enjoyed the Wizard of Oz. You know, I just. Really? Oh, no, one of my favorite movies really of all time. Honest. 
mm-hmm. one of your favorite movies of all time. Of all time. You know I how you got to be about. mentally to like The Wizard of Oz <laughs> as <laughs> one of saying? your favorite <laughs> movies of all it time? It is. I what kind it. of depressed ass childhood did you <laughs> have? I had a beautiful childhood. And then it got bad and lollipop man. Yes. <laughs> All of that. Was, Come on, Munchkin. Much, see, Munchkins is too much in the movie that I can't talk the about. Which. Well, well, I like the whiz. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah, I, I was never really that. I wasn't much of an old movie guy. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. But you do love mm-hmm. old songs. You, you know, yeah. my, my focus was somewhere else. My uh, focus, my when I was growing up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my focus. I was thinking of. I kept trying to figure it out, man. I didn't know that I could have prayed about it, and mm-hmm. and and made it a lot easier for myself. So I was spending all my time thinking about it, worrying about it. But you had a praying mother, though, Steve. You know that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm the result of her praying. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. how I made it through sometimes, I don't even know. Because this show wasn't me. I was yeah. steady making a series of dumbass decisions. <laughs> <laughs> we I all mean, have been you know, there. People do that when they're young. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's how, what you do when you figure it out. You make mistakes. I mean, back to back to back yeah. to back. <laughs> Because yeah. we weren't listening to anything yeah, yeah, our parents yeah. told us. But look where you're at now. You, just, you, you didn't did it. Yeah. And you Man. keep on. You're going to be somebody one day. Keep, keep on. Keep on. Surely you're funny with I that. I say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I believe you will, Steve. You're going to make but it. But if you weren't a stand-up monk, I believe you would have been a lead singer in a group, though. I mean, I, I, if you was doing like a Christmas special, just you singing, what would your yeah. outfit look like and you come out and hit them notes? What would you look like? Oh, dog, I'd have a red sequence jacket. <laughs> green sequence pants. <laughs> White, I got the visual. I got the visual. White patent uh-huh. leather boots. Boots. White shirt. Okay. With green and red sparkly ruffles on it. Yeah. With like the cuff sticking out under the jacket, trimmed in green glitter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sounds like Here a sexy go. tall elf. Boy. Yeah. Boy. You have a hat. I'm dreaming of a white. You better sing a Christmas. I won't. They told me. Just a spotlight. Me and my drum. <laughs> Ignorant. <Ooh>, the album. <laughs> Silent <Slap> night. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, oh, it's come. Oh, come on. And all. All Steve does the hits. Yes. Nuts roasting on an open fire. Junior, get your boy. Oh, Lord. Jack Frost. Yeah. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Utah cows. I'm drinking some Being sung by the Wow. Did you hear that song? He had oh, man. Yeah. Dressed up like 
Eskimos. Oh, everybody knows. I don't know about Christmas, Steve. Boy, I'm sitting up in here, man. Boy, Mm -hmm. this boy ain't through. He ain't through. What you're singing the first Noel? What? Silver Silver bells. Brooks Benton. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Soon it will be Christmas night. Oh, Lord. Give me, some, give me another one. Jingle bells. Jangle. <laughs> Jangle bell. Oh, jingle. What about? What about All of the way. All the way. Oh, and oh, what fun. <laughs> what fun we having. Yes. With our hood back on a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Uh-huh. The Lord has come. <laughs> Let earth yeah. come on right. receive. Come on now. A key. Cause he here now. I said he here now. That's what it's all about. Hey, y'all, have a great one today. Sorry yeah. about them closing remarks. I was on one. But I feel better now. Prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.